Start selling on Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash CNN for a $1 per month trial. Hey everyone, I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is a special edition of the CNN political briefing. There is a little less than a month left in the Trump presidency. So today, let's take a step back and look at what the future could hold for President Trump after he leaves office. Here's a hint. He's not going anywhere. First, let's give some context to the post-presidency Donald Trump, which is let's look at his final days in office. It just cannot be said enough how he completely assaulted democracy in his final days as president trying to overturn the legitimate results of the 2020 election. This is a fraud on the American public. This is an embarrassment to our country. We were getting ready to win this election. Frankly, we did win this election. This is not the behavior. These are not the actions of an American president. I mean, they are because he is one. But we would normally be looking at actions like this in countries where democracy had not taken root. The very core of the American democratic experiment is our free and fair elections. And yet, Donald Trump, day after day, filing just garbage lawsuits that had no chance of doing anything, but making clear his intention was to disenfranchise all the voters in some of the critical states that Joe Biden won that delivered him a majority in the Electoral College. Of course, Anyone paying attention to the Trump presidency over the last four years, or more specifically, hearing what the president was saying day in and day out on the campaign trail in the closing weeks of this campaign, should not be surprised at what they're seeing here. He telegraphed that this is exactly how he was going to handle the post-election period if he lost. He said that the only way he could lose an election is if it wasn't legitimate. Now, that, of course, is not true, but it completely exposed what his playbook would be in these final days. But what is potentially more damaging than Donald Trump's attempted assault on our democracy? It's his allies in the Republican Party, on Capitol Hill, in some governor's offices across the country. What was fraudulent was his attempt to overturn the results. And the support of his Republican allies in attempting to do that could have far more lasting damage. Donald Trump's on his way out the door. But left behind is a Republican Party who clearly believes that Donald Trump is still the center of power, is still their path to hanging on to their power, which is why they continue to sign up and speak out in supportive ways of his totally undemocratic actions. So now let's talk about what role President Trump may play in the Republican Party after January 20th. First of all, the president is leaving the White House on January 20th. The only question is how much of his power will remain with his party and his base. Our first big indication will be the Georgia runoffs on January 5th. We've been doing a series on this podcast looking at those races, and it's clear that both of the Republican candidates are very much running in a full embrace of President Trump and his election conspiracies, not at all shying away from that. The president has every right to every legal recourse, and that's what's taking place. Mr. President, we still have your back here. We want a fair treatment, and we're not going to give up until we get it. And so far, there's been no indication that many of the president's 74 million voters are going to stop believing him in what he is spewing. So that means that the president, if he wants to, and I am sure that he does, could continue to be one of the most powerful kingmakers inside the Republican Party. This is going to be unprecedented. A former president whose desire is to remain the central force in his political party 
How is he going to do that? couple ways. One, he's been raising a ton of money in this post-election period, suggesting to his followers that the money is to fight the election results. But instead, when you read the fine print, 75% of it is for his leadership pack, and he could spend that any way he wants. He can use that money to fly around the country. He can use that money to set up office space, whatever he wants. What Donald Trump is showing is that he wants to have the money and the political clout with his party to remain the person calling the shots inside the GOP. Trump's power is most likely going to be felt inside Republican primary contests. So watch very carefully in the lead up over the next two years to the 2022 midterm elections. How does Donald Trump weigh in on Republican primaries? Does he look to build a slate of Republican candidates that are made wholly in his image? Or does he step back from that and allow the party itself and the voters inside the Republican Party in the post-Trump era to determine the fate of the Republican Party? And of course, one of the biggest questions hanging over the post-presidency period for Donald Trump is whether or not he's going to seek the nation's highest office again. And then in 2024, hopefully I won't have to be a candidate. We're going to win back the White House again. A friend of mine said, oh, don't worry about it, sir. You're way up in the polls. You'll win in 2024. I said, I don't want to wait till 2024. I want to go back. What he is going to do by holding out the notion, the possibility that he may seek the presidency again in 2024, it's going to freeze the rest of the Republican field. There are a slew of Republicans, some very much Trump Republicans, some who've been trying to distance themselves from President Trump inside the party and steer the party in a different direction. But all of that is going to be frozen. If Donald Trump is standing out there day in and day out during the first year or two of the Biden presidency, suggesting he's about to launch a rematch. So how and why has President Trump been able to maintain his grasp over the base? And what does it mean for his future? Part of Donald Trump's potency is his ability to dominate messaging, crafting the narrative. And inside the right-wing media ecosystem, this is where Trump's candidacy, Trump's presidency has thrived. But there's a shift going on. You see Donald Trump is all of a sudden really mad at Fox News because they were acknowledging the reality that Joe Biden won the election. So he shifted his attention to outlets like Newsmax or OAN. Do not count President Trump out. He's not conceding. He's got the resources to fight. Most of us don't believe for a second that Joe Biden won. He called. These are more fringe media outlets inside the Republican firmament, but now have Donald Trump's blessing. So this raises the question, does Donald Trump, former reality TV star, want back in the media game? He consumes news like no other politician we've ever seen. He responds to it on Twitter. He programs his policy rollouts, his staffing announcements, all thinking about how it's going to play on cable TV. This has been true for the entirety of his presidency. So does Donald Trump want in the media game as an ex-president? Does he want his own Trump network? Does he want his own talk show? And will he use that megaphone to maintain that critical support from the base of the party who right now are so committed to him in ways that we have rarely seen voters commit their support to a politician? And are his recent attacks on Fox News an attempt to create a new avenue for his own media enterprise? That is a big question hanging over Trump's post-White House days. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And please take a moment and be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. We'll be off on Thursday and Friday for the holiday. We'll be back on Monday.